This is the final part in my, I'm pretty sure it's a five part series. Let me double check that. It would be really good if I was super duper organized when I go to record these things. I don't even know if I'm going to keep this in, but it's happening. We're here now. And it is part five of refocusing. And the idea of refocusing your life is putting yourself back on track for your goals, for what you want to help you figure out what you want, but also to give you that belief that you can actually go there and achieve what you want. All you have to do is refocus and trust. And that is what this week's episode is all about. It is the final and the hardest thing to do in the process of refocusing and getting what you want, because it's not just a one-time thing. So stick around and I'll explain it to you. Welcome to Misadventurous with me, Tiffany Rouge, a colour lover who's filling out the grey area that we call life to help you live a more colourful life and help you unlock your mind so that you can be adventurous too. All right, so now that you've stopped, you've listened to yourself, you've figured out your why, consulted why it is that you want to do the things that you want to do, figured out what you want to do, or just figured out a general path that you think you should be going down, you have honed in your focus, you know, really narrowed down that path, and you've created some habits and some structure in your life to help you get there. This is the hardest part, my friend, honestly. If I could skip this part, I totally would, but it is the most or one of the most important parts because this is the genuine test. Having the trust in your own process and knowing that if you want to get to where you want to be, you need to put in consistent action towards that goal every single day. And you also need to trust that the actions that you are putting in are going to get you there. And like prime example is anyone who is on like a fitness or a weight loss journey, because when you start out, you know, dieting, exercising all the time, the first two weeks you think, oh, you know, I've done a really good job. Hell, even the first day you think you've done a really good job. But one day isn't going to change your fitness levels. It's not going to move the number on the scales consistent action over a long period of time is going to change that. So you need to have the trust, first of all, in yourself that you can do the things that you have decided to do. So trust yourself, know that it'll probably get really difficult, but also trust in your very own process. And that's why it's super duper important to create these habits and structures in your life so that you know, and that you're comfortable with doing these actions every single day. And that's why I call it a habit and a structure, because if it's not a habit and you're not comfortable with doing it, you won't want to do it when things get hard, when life gets in the way and you've got friends visiting and you can't pick up your own meditation practice. You won't want to do it if you haven't already committed to it and you haven't decided, hey, I really care about this goal. You've put your goals up where you can see them. You're keeping them front of mind. When push comes to shove and when you are coming to a point where you're like, oh, this seems really hard today. I don't want to do it. You can look at your goal and it can spur you on. But also when you look in the mirror or when you get to a point where you're two weeks in, you need to have that trust to know that it is going to happen but it's not going to happen overnight. So it's like trust and it's also patience. You know, you need to trust that your consistent action will get you to where you're going, but you also need to be patient in the way that it arrives because I'm going to honestly be real with you right now. The world 
gives you what you want and what you need at the time that you need it but not in the way that you think you are going to get it. Now, a prime example of this is literally I have just gone through it. Okay, so I have just moved into my brand new house. Super excited. Hooray. Mega achievement vibes. It's taken me so long to get here, but yay, got my own place. Awesome, right? I moved, got all my stuff back from Australia. I have two beds. I have filled one of the rooms. And in the process of me trying to fill one of the rooms and get a long-term housemate, I have put that room on Airbnb. And in that time, I have managed to fill that room, rent out that room, but also I forgot to take the listing off Airbnb. And what happened? I got a booking. So I essentially had two rooms completely available to be filled, but I didn't have a bed for the other room. So I was going to place the Airbnb in the separate room across the hall. It just didn't have a bed. And I had two days to find myself a bed. And all I did was place trust in the world. And I had to recite it to myself in my daily affirmations, being like, the world will give me a bed. The universe will bring me a bed. I don't know how it's going to happen. It was a hustle, right? I was stressfully asking friends if, you know, if they could help me out and ended up putting my foot in my mouth and being a little bit of a silly bugger and possibly pissing off a couple of friends because I was so stressed and so on the hustle about trying to get this bed. And the first day came and went and I didn't have a bed. I looked in op shops. I was on the Facebook marketplace. I was on the New Zealand equivalent of Gumtree. It's called Trade Me. And I was like, "Uh oh, but then I took a minute. I took the night to stop stressing about it. And I enjoyed myself. And I woke up the next day and I went and found myself a bed, a mattress that got delivered in an hour. Boom, solid. Achieving this, the person will check in in a number of like eight hours and I have a mattress and a mattress is a really good start. And I was still on the hustle to try and find a bed base. And by the end of the day, I had found another mattress and a bed base for free. Someone was throwing it out and all I had to do was pick it up. I can't thank the people who helped me enough in terms of the person giving away the bed and the really good friend of mine who helped me collect it from half an hour away to bring it back. And literally, as the dude checked in, I was still building the bed in that room. So it's in a way, you know, I trusted that the world was going to give it to me. Okay, there was a bit of stress, but that was all imposed on my own mind and my own life. But by the time when push come to shove, the Airbnb person was totally happy to wait five minutes for their bed to get, you know, sorted. They were downstairs having a cup of tea. Me and my mate were up fixing the bed, putting it all together, making it look fresh and sharp. And they moved in. And it was so kind of one of those things where it was a total last minute hustle. It all came together in the end. I had to put in all that effort and I had to get to nothing by the end of the first day to realize that the next morning, you know, I was waiting out the front of an op shop for it to open at 9am dedicated. I knew I needed to kick it up a notch to find myself a bed. And I ended up with two mattresses and life was great. Great. And it all worked out in the end, which was, I guess, for me, the most fortunate thing that could have happened. But I knew it was going to happen in the end anyway. So by the time that I had managed to get the first mattress, I was like, okay, cool. No need to really stress about it. And I was really glad that I took the night to just chill and not let it consume my whole life. And I had trust and faith that the world was going to bring me what I needed at the time I needed it. 
And it's kind of one of those things that is an ongoing thing in my life because, you know, this story of this bed and trying to find a bed in my house is just one small story in my huge, huge story about getting my life sorted here in New Zealand. There's a few more steps that I need to take. And I know that it is going to be through my consistent little actions of me doing one small thing towards each goal of me setting up an event. I'm finding that I'm speaking to people and I'm telling them, you know, I feel like my life is unfolding here. And it unfolds in its own way, in a way that I never would have predicted, because that's what life's all about. It will give you what you want, just never in the way that you think it's going to happen. So it's kind of one of those things that you do need to have a bit of blind faith and trust that you're going to get there, but you need to let go of the how. Because if you put in the what, which is the doing and the action, and you put in the why, which is why you're doing it, the how sorts itself out. The how unfolds in front of you, which is what I am letting my life do here in New Zealand. I went through a really, really, really rough patch a couple of weeks ago. I put stuff out on Facebook. I wanted to share that I wasn't okay. But it occurred to me that when all that stuff happened, I had to put stuff out on Facebook. I had to talk to people. I had to learn. I had to go through that rough patch to put my faith back in the way that the world is and to really remember that life is going to give me what I want, just not in the way that I think I'm going to get it. It's a really strange and hard thing to accept. But I think once you then accept that that's the way it's going to be, it gives you an opportunity to love your process. So again, if you're enjoying your habit and your structure that you've created in your life and and you found a way to be okay with it, when you can learn to love it, getting towards your goals, achieving your goals is going to be the greatest thing ever. But if you're too busy loving the process, you will smash past that goalpost and be like, oh, what? Oh, yeah, that's right. I did that. You know, yes, take a moment to, you know, celebrate your achievements But get back into the swing of things because once you've made your life and you've structured your habits and your life around this process that you enjoy, you're going to find more joy out of the little things in your life. And I think every single day is filled with tiny little moments of joy. You just need to recognize them. And if you're there loving your process, remembering your why and achieving your goals, You can take the time to appreciate those little moments of joy that make you forget about the time, that give you that little zing in your body that you think could be so foreign. I tell you what, those zings in your body, when you just get like a whole body tingle, that's joy for me. And it comes to me in so many different forms. And I give you a cheeky hint, right? One thing that I do when I journal is I physically write today's joyous moments include. And I try and think back about when did I get that little body tingle? It could have been for a second when I had my first cup of almond milk coffee and just be like, oh, this is so good. And in that moment, I'm appreciating it. I'm experiencing joy and I'm getting that full body tingle. And when you recognize one or two moments, it gives you a chance to recognize more and more of them. So when you have that trust that you're going to get to where you want to be, it gives you time to appreciate the small little moments of joy that life is made up of. 
I hope you've enjoyed this series of refocusing. It's honestly been a really interesting time in my whole life, and I'm really glad that I get to share it with you. I'm changing, and so is the podcast, and I am going to be releasing two episodes a week from now on. There'll be one of me just talking about my life and the lessons that I've learned, and then there will be chats with me and another person. And the only thing I ask is if you love this podcast and you get anything from it, whether it's a motivation thought, a really good idea that you can share with other people, anything, I would love you to just do me a solid and tell one person that you loved it. Tell them why you loved it. By doing that word of mouth, you're helping me spread my message, share my story. And the whole thing about this podcast for me is sharing the story so that you can use it as an example, live a more enriched and healthy and joyful life, because I'm all about sharing tales of adventure so that you can be a little bit more adventurous too. Well, that's almost it from me here on Misadventurous. If you dig what you hear and want to keep up to date with every single episode of the Misadventurous podcast, hit subscribe however you're listening to this right now. And if you want to be even more of a legend and help other wayward adventurers find this path, I'd love it if you head on over to iTunes and rate and review this podcast. Go on, five stars for all that positivity, right? So until next time, and don't forget, it's the small choices that we make every single day that build up to that big change that you're working towards. So stay with it. Mm